0: Hey y'all, it's Noxy. Thanks for listening to the Detailed Solutions Podcast. And now, a little bit more about one of our sponsors. Alex, have you heard about the Pain Assassins on Facebook? No, Noxy. What's that? I'm glad you asked, you wrinkled little booby. Pain Assassins started by a dude named Jason Bruno to where detailers can find the camaraderie that they're looking for without any of the negative trolling bullshit like other Facebook groups. Not only that, but they can compete with their work weekly, monthly, or yearly to win prizes. Oh, dude. And they make sick merchandise. So you always have fresh gear to wear.
1: Whoa. Uh.
0: Anyway, y'all want to check it out? Again, it's Pain Assassins on Facebook or Instagram. Check it out. Welcome to the Detail Solutions Podcast. My name is Alex. Uh, we are missing Jason today. Uh, he's having some health and beauty issues and did not want to be on camera, even though he's not on camera. Um, so this is a uh, What's on Your Mind, just mine is Jason Bruno. Um, so what's on my mind uh, this week is um, YouTube detailer influencers or YouTube influencer detailers, however you want to say it. Um, so we got Chelsea to come on um, the episode and kind of talk about that. So uh, Chelsea, first off, how you doing? It's nice to see you, finally meet you.
2: Yeah, I'm doing awesome. Nice to meet you as well. I've been following you on Facebook for a couple of years now. You're kind of like a legacy within your own rights.
0: So. Oh my gosh, please don't. 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 I'll get a big head. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, so Chelsea, um, for anybody who doesn't know you, um, introduce yourself, who you are, where you're from, what do you do, um, and then we'll, we'll kind of roll from there.
2: Yeah, uh, my name's Chelsea Longaball, and I live in Lancaster, Pennsylvania, and I have a, a detailing business that I run out of my home base. Um, it's a two car garage. I started off in my carport uh, about four years ago, and it's just uh, we moved about a year, a little over a year ago. Um, we're able to have a two car garage now. I have two kids. Um, My son is going to be in fourth grade. My daughter will be in first grade. And so I am kind of a a stay-at-home mom. Right. So this has been a huge blessing for me to be able to work from home and kind of have my work schedule rotate around their needs. But I do have family members that help out a lot if I Need you know to get my daughter to school, or you know, just on days that I detail, and that way they can have a summer. Uh, family members nearby are helping out with right. them, so that's really been a blessing. But um yeah, I uh, I started the YouTube thing about two years ago, I think, and uh, it was just encouragement from um, you know different people after I did a, a review for a Max Shine polisher, and okay. lo and behold, like little by little, I just was like, you know, let's just see what could happen from this, right, and right it started to stick with people i don't know i didn't think anything honestly would come of it and once i got to like 500 subscribers i was like what oh wow and then i got within 6 months i was monetized i reached the 1000 subscriber goal and had you know i think it's 4000 hours watched right and that kind of blew me away i i didn't anticipate that whatsoever and i just been kind of along for the ride i right. i never envisioned it would be where it's at and mind you i mean in the world of you know, your, your Brian Spittler's your Jimbo's who, you know, are a hundred thousand subscribers. Yeah. You know, I'm, I feel like I'm a drop in the pan, but um, it's, it's been really exciting just to be able to help people and, and just see where it goes. You know, I don't, people always tell me, you know, when you get to hundred thousand subscribers and I'm like, <laughs> I'm probably <Yeah>. never <laughs> going to get to that point. But again, I, I never thought I'd get to a thousand and here right. we are,
0: you know, how I get it. About- how many subscribers do you have?
2: A little over 11,000 now. I'm and so it gets about, I mean, it, it depends on the videos. Uh, I get about 500 subscribers a month. Okay. Um, and a lot of it has just been me trying to be engaged in different detailing groups on Facebook, right. getting to know people. And then when people ask questions and say, hey, you know, what's a good clay bar? How do I clay bar a car? If I've done a video on it, I share the video Right. and right. it, you know, my husband gets annoyed because I'm on my phone a lot and he's like, you're on this Facebook all the time. And I'm like, I'm actually working. Like I'm trying to just, you know, organically, you know, share my video with people, right. just get the word out. And so, you know, lo and behold, I've been able to become moderators in different groups and that's been able to help the channel grow as well. But nice. it's not, always all, all just about growing the channel like i genuinely enjoy helping people and it's it's been really satisfying to see other people like hey i'm i'm a husband and wife duo and we started our own business thanks to your encouragement you know or just things awesome. like that and cool
0: yeah so um we're kind of similar but different being the podcast oh. and, and and the youtube channel I, so i have a question for you do you do you see like certain spikes in your, um, I guess, viewership or, or your subscriptions? Um, you know, kind of like in, in like anytime, like you look at it, and you're like, holy crap, like that was a huge jump, you know, in, in views or, or subscriptions or things like that.
2: I mean I have one video that honestly I feel like has given me my highest viewership um it was one I did a while back ago for Aqua Provac and that one's like 260,000 views which again oh, wow. in YouTube that's nothing you know yeah. there are hundreds, millions of views but that's probably my highest viewed one um but Aqua Provac was kind enough to actually put that on their website and I've had a couple oh, of um businesses or brands that will actually share my videos. And I've noticed that that really helps, you know, yeah. when they do that, that really helps get the, the word out or, or the jump in subscribership. But it's really random. Um, and, and not that I try to follow trends. Sometimes I feel like you can almost See what products have come out because every YouTube influencer is going to be like turtle, work, turtle work, watch wax, yeah. you know, and and people get almost inundated with too much of that, and they don't want to watch it. So then you have to find a way to be distinct and unique. Exactly. And there are times that I actually let those things simmer down, and then I just test them out privately, and then I give my my feedback on it, and then. Right. know but there are there are certain brands that when they have a new product come out if you kind of get in early on that bandwagon you'll get higher views and i mean that's kind of the game you have to play sometimes if if that's the game or the angle you're going for i don't really understand the algorithms too much when it comes to youtube how certain things get shared but um you know i don't know if i've necessarily gotten to that level yet where i'm in like constant suggested feeds with people right I mean, like I said, I still get 400 to 600 new subscribers every month that I'm oh, like, something. how? <laughs>
0: yeah, I know. I know. How did you find that's, me? That's the thing that I do, you know, with the podcast. And, and I try not to, I try not to deal too much with the analytics because sometimes it'll let me down, right? Like sometimes I'll think like I'll, I, uh, an episode will get a lot of plays, you know, and be like, wow, it's really awesome. But then I go and look at like the retention and like the retention will be like nine minutes. And then it's like a huge drop off and only you know 50% of the people listen to it all the way through. And yeah. it kind of, you know, so like I try not to get into like yeah. that so much, but it's crazy when, you know, just a couple of months ago, we were averaging about like 70 plays per episode and now we're 115, 120 plays per episode. Um you know, because I don't know if YouTube is the same, but as soon as they click the, the play button, it counts. Whether they only listen to it for a couple of seconds or they listen to it for the whole time, it counts as a play. Um, so, I mean, like that's, that's always huge to me when I see those big number jumps and it's, you know, makes, makes me realize like, hey, you know people are actually listening even if it's only for two seconds to get the play in or whatever so you know that's that's kind of what I was looking for do you see like you know you'll throw a, your video out and your videos are kind of the same and then all of a sudden it like jumps up more and it jumps up more and jumps up more kind of deal and yeah and what is like the like what's your feeling with that you know yeah you
2: know? I mean I I don't know if I have found quite the magic formula Um, I, I don't ever try to do like the same type of video, you know, week after week as, as we get into summer and my kids are home from school. Like I am trying to actually decrease the amount of videos. I, when I first started, like I wanted to build my library up fast and hard right um because that's really where you get your your minutes viewed and your ad revenue and stuff and now that i've gotten i mean i i don't even know how many videos i have now i think it's over 120 130 or something but oh, wow. it, it may be even more than that um just because i all of my videos are spontaneous like as okay. i'm detailing um if something comes up that i'm like that would be a good video like i literally will just grab my phone and do the video real quick and it there may be times that it's like maybe a four minute video, just a quick shot of, Hey guys, this is a tip that, you know, I came upon this thought maybe it would help, or maybe it's, I'm going to show you like the full picture of a full detail. And that's like a 20 minute video and me doing multiple shots and editing it and putting it together. I find honestly, the average views for YouTube videos like four minutes. After four minutes, people are just kind of like checking out. So the ones that are three, four minutes, just quick little snippets, they get higher views, obviously, because that's about the attention span that most people have on YouTube while they're sitting on the toilet. So,
0: Detailers. The entry-level coding game started in 2016 with Anyo Ceramic Coding. With its unique single layer composite technology, Anyo allowed detailers to achieve greater levels of success faster. But in 2021, Anyo along with Y-Wax and CC105, received a facelift. Now, under the HyperClean Ceramics line, Y-Wax's Uno, Año has become Dos, and CC105 is now Tres. Being a one-year, two-year, or three-year single-layer, that's right, detailers, single-layer ceramic coating. Pick yours up at the Detail Supply app, and if you mention Detail 15, you will save 15% off your purchase. So go to the detail supply app and pick up uno, dos, trace and use the code detail 15 to save 15% off your total package. That's kind of what <laughs> I found with these. That's why that's why we've dialed them back down to about 45 minutes to an hour because when Jason and I first started the what's on your minds, like it was literally just hey let's get on with somebody and let's just bullshit for whatever you know there, there yeah. really was no topic to it there was no planned out anything it was just hey what's on your mind and we kind of rolled with it yeah. and we had a couple that went two hours we had the one with Jen Tercott that went three hours and and I vowed never again to do a three-hour episode um
2: she's a rad girl though so she i can is, she, is going on
0: well yeah and she was also driving at the time from minnesota to vegas or vegas to somewhere or whatever so you know for her it was just you know we were keeping her company yeah. while she was driving in in the middle of the night well not the middle of the night but you know late um but i noticed that you know like like you said the four minute you know like so at 45 minutes to an hour like that's typically when the drop-offs happen big time if I yeah. go any longer than that. So I kind of felt like, you know, let's not, let's not push this any longer than it needs to be. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to have, I don't want to mess up my, my retention or my analytics or whatever by going too far on something that people are going to drop off on. So let's keep them short. Um, and then too, like I said, it just, after, you know, I'm not Joe Rogan, man. I'm not I'm not doing two and three hour episodes anymore. I just I can't do it. Um so so you said the first video you did was with um Mac Shine Polisher. What yeah. what like what was the like what was the was it just spur of the moment, like hey, I'm just gonna make a little video or like what was there any thought to it or
2: that was a unique situation because Mac Shine actually back in the day, um like two years ago back in the day, yeah. they had a, uh, a group of people that they were sending products out to do video reviews on and okay. they just wanted feedback. They sent, uh, I, I was a part of the Dallas paint correction group at that point as an ad uh, moderator. Okay. And so a couple of us, they sent like a detailing seat, uh, the rotary, the three inch rotary, um, the bag, a couple of different, like the polisher stands, polisher racks, whatever. And uh, they just wanted feedback and a genuine review. It didn't have to be a video or anything right. like that. And I did a video review for it and compared it to some other polishers. And I honestly just looked at it like, if I were watching a video on this review, what, what are some things that I would want to know? You yeah. know, and I just tried to answer the questions that I had in my own mind. And, and a lot of times that's kind of how I approach videos is what are the questions I have about this product? And I'm going to answer it for you or just going to talk it out. Right, right. And it's hard because I can be very long-winded sometimes. I'm a yeah. girl, I talk a lot. And so <laughs> there are times when I'm editing things. I actually had someone comment last week. They're like, I think it's hilarious that you cut yourself off when you edit your own videos. And I'm like, I, I just got to get to that point. <laughs> like, And there are times like I will watch my editing back right. And I'm like, I'm bored by my own video. Like I got to right. change this. <laughs> you yeah. know. So, cause in the moment you just, you think, oh, this is pertinent information. And after you watch it back, you're like, you know, yeah. so. Yeah. It,
0: yeah. It's, sometimes it's overkill. Um, when you edit, so you, you film on your phone. You, you don't, you don't film with like a cool, cool ass camera or anything like that. Yeah.
2: I, yeah. I wish I did. Um yeah. I'm constantly trying to keep things affordable for us, and I mean right. the phone I have the it's an v sixty. It's not bad. It's, yeah. it's decent quality. It's better than what I had before, but and the the microphone is not the best, but it's better than what I had before. I right. have tried so many microphones. I I struggle with spending two, three, four hundred dollars for a wireless lapel mic. Um, when half the
1: time, ta- sound good.
2: Oh, half the time, I will like maybe do an entire video. Maybe it's one shot and done I'll do it I'll play it back and it's because it was Uh, on the wrong frequency and I'm like son of a gun yeah so at least with my phone I know for sure the audio is gonna work and there are just times that I'm like I I know that really after here yeah the the microphone starts to go out so I just keep things close to me right and or I just yell really loud when I'm away from
0: right (laughs) and phones really aren't that bad it's it's kind of funny the um the kid that I used to have do some um you know, professional videography for me, he would come out and shoot the cars. And, you know, we he'd, he'd put together a real nice video for me and everything. Um, and it was funny, because, you know, he's got like this crazy expensive ass, you know, camera and all that fun stuff. And, you know, he sets the camera down, and he pulls his iPhone out, and he starts like filming with his iPhone. I'm like, uh, what are you doing, bro? and he's like dude you'd be surprised that the cameras are just like you won't notice. like he'll do b-roll on his phone and then do the a-roll stuff on his fancy camera yeah. and when he edits together you you the, you can't tell you know wow. it's crazy yeah um yeah. but when you edit are you using any kind of special software or are you just using like a quick edit Apple. yeah or?
2: again because of just like i just bought a microsoft surface pro 7 like i'm not the i i know enough with technology to like do this right. you know um i know that macbook pros and, and apple and everything like that have some of the the best editing software i cannot figure out apple for the life of me yeah <laughs> i'm an android girl i am i am microsoft or google so i mean i I, I actually had someone offer to pay for Adobe um, Photoshop, you know, to pay for the program for me to take some classes. And I was like, I wow. don't have time. Right. Like as a am busy mom, like I don't have the time to sit down and like learn these things. So I have an app on here called YouCut Editor okay. that because everything is on my phone, I can just, it's you know, import.
1: import yeah. It's
2: so easy. And I mean, it may not be like top-notch professional grade, but it gets the job done and honestly like i've had a lot of people tell me you know they're not a huge fan of some of the overproduced you know influencers videos yeah. out there because it loses in in this is my opinion my words it loses a little bit of its authenticity because it, right. it just feels like a production
1: yeah whereas
2: exactly. i i want mine to feel like you're right there with me detailing you know that right. like i'm bringing you along as i'm doing this kind of like it's a little training session because right. whenever i'm talking to my camera. I mean, my neighbors think I'm crazy,
0: right. but, um,
2: I'm literally visualizing
0: like if you're talking to somebody, either yeah. a
2: customer or a new detailer, like right. my mindset is always about the beginner. It's not so much the pro. And I feel like a lot of my videos are more geared towards the beginner or the enthusiast. Um, you know, just because it can be very overwhelming with the amount of information out there. And I never tell people my way is the best, but if yeah. I can show you that this way works, you know, maybe it can help someone.
0: Oh, exactly. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I know what you're talking about because we had um, Jason Otterness on the podcast. I mean, he's, he's just such a cool guy. Um, but I was talking to him about his videos you know, cause he makes some really good YouTube videos and I'm like, dude, you look like you have a film crew following you around. And he's like, yeah, we pretty much do. Mm-hmm. You know, he's got like full-time guys that he pays and they have lighting rigs and all this crazy stuff. Yeah. But you're, but you're right. It, you know, it, sometimes it can come off, you know, certain videos. I'm not saying his do cause I, I do like that he gets in there and he's very personal and things like that. And, yeah. And um, But yeah, there are some out there that I feel are, are, you know, super overdone. Um, And you almost kind of feel like you're watching like a Top Gear episode of detailing or something like that. Mind you,
2: I love Top Gear. Oh, I mean, yeah. Who doesn't? And, and I mean, it, it's been cool to kind of see how each channel has grown over the Great. last few years. I mean, even I feel like YouTube for detailers, really the last four years, that's when things started to take off. That's where you have your Luke Wilson's, your Jimbo's, your pans and larry you know and brian and and everything like you've seen them go from like fifty thousand to like you know where they're at now yeah and and you've we've been able to see their productions and their their uh, ability to film and edit and things like that grow and that's where i'm like i feel like i have to keep up with them but to some point i i just i gotta be me you know yeah that's just kind of me, you know, if, if I fill someone's cup, you know, doing my little rinky dink thing, hey, that's great, and I know some people might say, get professional gear, and I'm like, hey, you know, you get professional gear, and you go do
0: it, because I'm
2: not spending $3,000 on a camera.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Exactly, so so let's talk about, like, some of the chemicals you do, Um, when, when you're doing a review or, 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 you know, doing a, a test run, a trial or whatever you kind of want to call it, um, are people or companies like actively, you know, reaching out to you like, hey, we'd like to send you this and, and do a thing of it? Or is, is some of it just stuff you're picking up off of the shelf and you're like, hey, you know what, uh, I'm going to make a little video about this because this is something that maybe a lot of people use. Um, so it could be helpful to them.
2: It's a little bit of both um i like i know that like superior products i did a lot of reviews for them a while back um, and that was me genuinely just showing products that i use and that i've bought Um, and every now and then a company as i start to maybe do more reviews of their products they'll say hey you know glad you're enjoying that can you test out this product and let us know your thoughts i've had a really long relationship with mckee's 37 not so much in that i'm sponsored um but like I started using them when I was detailing. Um, I was always kind of a Meguiars girl. And okay. then I started with the, the pro detailer series. And even then I was struggling and I found McKees 37 um, and their customer service and Nick Rudder. I just have created a really great relationship with over the years. And they're actually kind enough. Like they give me 50% off. Like that's kind of uh-huh. my like my thank you for, you know, promoting right. our, our stuff. I wouldn't, I don't know if that's classified as sponsored. I still pay them money, yeah. but I get a huge discount. So I use yeah. a lot probably of their get spend. a bigger
0: discount than anybody else gets. Cause usually from what I've always heard in the industry is there's not a ton of markup on some of this stuff. So that's why there's usually not giant discount yeah
2: and i mean it's hit or miss it's mostly yeah. chemicals like i've i've been like hey there's a new polisher do i and yeah. he's like no, we can't do that and i'm like nah yeah. <laughs> can i get the udos for 350 you know right. no. exactly um,
1: <laughs> so
2: i mean there are certain companies that i just have really good relationships with and not that i ever tried to um push it for self you know self-gain Right, uh, but I do have a lot more companies sending me products to review, like the MJJC foam cannon. I they sent that to me. They just reached out to me, and then oh, cool. after I did that, then I had MATCC actually just said, "Hey, can you do our foam cannon and foam <laughs> And I'm like, "Well, now I have like five, but sure, right. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give them to my neighbors when I'm done." You know, right, so right. my neighbors are benefiting greatly, and a lot of it, yeah, I mean every now and then again, I don't want to always get caught up on the hype train because I don't want to just, I don't, I don't know. I, I want to be a little different in that way. Yeah. Cause I feel like all the big names are going to do those, those videos and reviews. And how many times can you really talk about one, one thing, you know? Yeah.
0: Yeah. You're right.
1: I mean,
2: when, it, when it comes to a coding review, maybe if I have a different unique view on it, maybe I'll share it, right. but I have a couple coming up that I'm like, I want to do uh, some some product demonstration I'm not a huge fan of torture tests because I feel like they're not a hundred percent authentic because it's not real world driving conditions yeah but you know it's interesting you're to not, see you're not driving
0: things. through a degreaser bath or no you know you're not you're not driving <laughs> through it on right. fire yeah, you know yeah. acid getting sprayed all over it. no I, I yeah. get you from there I mean I know I know a lot of those are just kind of you know gives you an idea of what it would hold up to um but yeah I, I, I'm a, I i'm with you on that one um, yeah
2: i definitely so- am just starting to get more people sending me products to test out though and every now and then i will reach out to a company um and just say hey i have a youtube channel would right. you be interested in me testing out some of your stuff and sometimes i get a response and sometimes i don't and that's okay like i actually reached out to Grios and said hey can i do a giveaway with one of your polishers uh, I want to share how I can use it. And I actually wanted the GG six and they're like, no, we'll give you a G nine. I was like, I'll take it. Like <laughs> <laughs> nice. I did a giveaway with the G nine and a video on it, you know? And, <laughs> right. Um, I mean, I'll, I'll take anything that I can, you know, share and hey, then give it away.
0: Listen, so, a lot, a lot of times, right. Like, like, what are they going to say? No, like it do, doesn't hurt anything. I mean, that's, yeah. that's kind of how I feel. I mean, we did the, uh, we did the, my birthday bash episode back in March. And, and I had this idea that, you know, hey, I was just going to invite everybody on and and I was going to reach out to some of the companies I know and just see if they would, you know, send me something. I was expecting like maybe t-shirts or hats or, you know, kind of, you know, trinkety type stuff that we Mm -hmm. could do as a giveaway. And like, man, I was blown away by, you know, the stuff that these companies were sending me. And I'm like, holy cow, like you guys are sending me like legit stuff to give away. Now um, I
2: want
0: to keep it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean some of, <laughs> some, of, it I was of me. yeah, some of it I was kind of like, man, but no, you know, like it, you know, I I wanted to I wanted to give it away, you know, cuz that was the whole thing. But that's that's kind of the the mentality I had. I was like, okay, so they say no, you know and big deal and we just don't, you know, we don't do a giveaway. We just do a birthday bash episode, whatever kind of thing. I invite I just give the the code out for everybody if they want to jump in and we have a good time and and it was a good time. Um so yeah, I mean, uh, and, and that's where I wish Jason was on right now, because we actually had a conversation earlier today. Jason always gets in his head about, um, you know, especially with Pain Assassins, for asking for help or asking, you know, when he does these giveaways or, you know, these prizes. Like, everything comes out of his own pocket. I'm like, you know, dude, like, it, reach out to somebody and say, hey, would you want to sponsor one of our awards or something, you know? And maybe they give you a couple of bucks or, you know, whatever for it. So I would, hopefully he'll listen to this one, but, um, you don't have to give me any kind of amount, but I'm curious, has anybody, has any of the companies actually paid you for reviews? And you can just, yes. Okay.
2: I've never been paid for a review. I've gotten product for free.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, but yeah, I, like, I, I struggle with even like, how would I approach that? Because I feel like I'm obligated to, then, Dude, give a, then give up then give up of like what and yeah. I'm like how schmoozy like I, I'm not a schmoozy person like right. what you see is what you get and I you know everything if I don't like a product I you just don't, you don't want to feel
0: bad for them giving you money and then you just torch their product yeah
2: yeah and and <laughs> I mean if if you're paying me then I feel obligated to do the video and if right. I don't like it like and then someone buys it I actually feel bad about that. Yeah. You know, it, it's been refreshing that a majority of the reviews that I've done, I get comments all the time from people. I just got done doing this product. Absolutely love it. And I'm like, OK, I'm not a hack. Like, yeah, <laughs> and, I, and I, I don't do videos just because, you know, this will make good material. Like, I genuinely think this is a good right. Product. You want to be helpful.
0: Yeah, no, I got gotcha. you. Yeah. Um, so do you, I, I know, I know you said earlier that, you know, you're not, you're not pushing as many videos as you normally do, but do you, when you're doing videos, and again, I know you said some of them are spur of the moment, but do you try to, you know, have some kind of schedule as far as like, like maybe beginning of the month or whatever, you're like, okay, I'm going to make like two videos this month and I'm going to try to do this product and this product or, or, Hey, you know, we did a, cause I know you've done some, I know you did some testing. I want to say it was um, with underdog where you did like some time had passed, you know, how does it hold up kind yeah. of deal. So do you, do you go back and you're like, okay, well, well, we did one like three months ago. I need to do like an update of now three months later of a video. I mean, do you keep track of it like that or is it, or is it just kind of I, really- I mumbling? wish I was
2: that organized. You're making <laughs> me feel like I need to be. Um, no, they, I mean like I've done a lot of videos like I coated my Subaru with Ethos Graphene and I have had a lot of people like how's the, the coating holding up comment within the video. And I'm like that actually would make a good follow-up video because right. it's been over a year. I could show people what the Ethos Graphene coating looks like after a year or even like Cerakote trim. I've had it on there like a year and a half. It's well over 200 washes. right? And it's still going strong. And people are like, how's the coating? And I'm like, I should do a follow-up video. It's just, <laughs> And that's that's the hard part. Like I have tons of ideas that I want to do it's just finding the time to do it yeah. between detailing because and that's that's been my biggest struggle when I do the details and the videos simultaneously it can add an hour to sometimes two three it's, hours yeah, to my detail you know, day yeah and as a mom you know that's time away from my family that's me saying dinner time is now 6 30 instead yeah. of 4 30 and I mean my husband helps he de- he definitely does but he just started his own hvac business and so like his schedule is kind of all up in the air right and i'm like i need to focus and that's why i'm trying to cut back this summer to if, when i have details like i have a coding coming up thursday and then a full detail friday my kid this is my kid's first week off from school so i'm like we're gonna do three days and just like go right. to pool and hanging out and then next week like i'm trying to detail three days a week if possible so that way i at least have two days off with yeah. the kids oh, man, and that's then-
0: good yeah, yeah, and I and I agree with you because that's you know one of the things that, uh, you know Marty from Pints and Polishing has told me he's like, dude, you know like you should do the TikTok thing, you know like it's a crazy new you know way for revenue and and it's, it's like you said you know like I I I think about it when I'm doing the detail I'm like oh, okay well maybe I should do it you know but then it's like all right I gotta. Let me stop. Let me go get my tripod. Let me put my phone, make sure I got a good angle, make sure I got the light on it. Now I got to do it. Then I got to stop, make sure I did it right, you know, and, and, you know, to get the after effect and, you know, yeah, it it adds a lot of time. I mean, it, it, and that's one of the reasons why I don't really do like the produced videos anymore. The kid who, the kid who did my videos, he's, he's all the time. He's like, he's like, man, let's do another video. Let's do another video. But, you know, with him, it's even longer because, Because he really he doesn't sit with me through the whole process. So so he'll come over. It takes him like 30 minutes to get everything set up. He will take maybe 10 or 20 minutes to do before shots. Like we pull it out in the sun, like he gets real close, make sure he can see all the defects and things like that. Um, and then he'll tell me, he's like, you know, okay, well, this is this will be a cool shot, you know polish over here and this will be cool polish over here and then we fake ceramic you know I get an empty bottle with some water in it and you know we we fake all the all the like the whole process for him to get his shots and then he'll leave for me and you
2: gotta like actually fix it
0: right right and then I have to actually do it but by then we've we've spent three hours you know so now I'm three hours behind Mm -hmm. and then he'll come back like when it's all said and done and then he'll just do the same shots he did in the befores so that the afters match up kind of deal um and even when I tried to you know make some kind of on my own yeah it just it takes takes too long
2: it, yeah it, and, and I mean anyone who wants to do the whole YouTube game like that's where you really have to like get your system down efficiently before yeah. you <laughs> really start doing that unless you plan on having the car for two days or something and I know like um What's the one channel that the, the guy always has like disaster details? And I'm pretty sure like he has that vehicle for a week
0: because right. there's
2: no way he's doing all of that, you know, filming and editing and everything and getting the vehicle done in a day. But like I'm a I typically have most vehicles for a day, you know, and I try to get them done five to seven hours maximum. Okay. Like I, I had a vehicle the other day that it was in in interior detail, had to shampoo everything. I washed it, clayed it, did like a speed uh, and HD speed on it, paint enhancement, you know, everything. And I was done by like three o'clock, which I didn't do any videos. I took my before pictures. I took my after pictures. My husband came home and he's like, how much more do you have? And normally, like, if he sees yeah. the glimmer of a tripod, he knows.
1: Right, it's a lot. Like yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah.
2: I didn't have it out, and I was like, I'm actually just putting the tire dressing on now. And he's like, What? And I'm like, Yeah. He's like, Did you do a video? I was like, No. He's like, See, I know you can do it. And I'm like, I know I can do it. Like, I can just pound them out when I don't have videos. So. You know, that's just where, and I mean, if I have like an easy detail or right. maybe it's just a wash, clean, lax, or just an interior that allows me that extra time that I can kind of focus on those. But, you know, even going back to what you were saying about companies sending me stuff, you know, like I've had one company that sent me a trim restorer out and he, the guy has been so patient with me and he's just like, have you been able to do the video review? And I'm like, I don't have a vehicle bad enough to really highlight your right. product. Yeah. You know, I, I want to really do justice to your product because I know it's good, but I don't want to just put it on anything you people be like, I don't see the difference. Like, yeah, I see what I'm doing is in a way I'm a little bit of a brand ambassador and I yeah. want to highlight your, your product the best that I can.
0: No, you're you're absolutely right. Cause I've had a few things sent to me. Um, you know, and, and I get a lot of cream puff vehicles and it's it's hard like you know, to use somebody's full line of products um to do a paint correction when really I don't even need anything that aggressive, you know. Yeah. I could I could just polish it out and kind of be done with it. And and I and I feel bad. I mean it it's one of those like, you know, I know I'll get one eventually and then I'll use it and, you know, and whatever. So in the meantime, I just try to do whatever I can. Um, you know, and and one of one of them um, is uh, Rupes sent me their, their trial packs for, for all their new DA stuff, um, the course, the fine, and then the, uh, the ultra fine or whatever it is. Um, and, and I didn't really have anything to highlight it on, but I did have one vehicle that had really bad um, piano finish um, pillars.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I was like, well, you know what, let's give it a try. Course is probably way too coarse for this, but they were pretty jacked up and i figured i couldn't make them any worse and um and i was actually surprised like how how well it the new chorus actually finished down it didn't mar up the the piano black as much and um you know so i was able to make a little video at least you know on that and kind of put it on facebook and thank rupes for sending me that stuff and um in fact marty um uh you know he has his his total auto solutions um chemical line and um being down here in florida we get love bugs really bad and so i bought some of his bug cleaner and in fact he just he, he messaged me before we got on because um he wants to change up the ad for next month to, to highlight the bug stuff and he's like are you loving it I'm like, dude, I've only used it on one car. Like, it worked great on one car, but <laughs> like, I'm not getting a lot of bugs on cars, you know? Um, yeah. So yeah, I mean, I I know exactly how you feel. Like sometimes you get stuff that you just, you know, you're dying to try or you want to, you know, give a shout out on, and it, it's too hard. You don't you don't get something for it. Um, well, and
2: I mean, as I've been detailing now for four years, like I'm starting and. In- When I started the YouTube thing, you know, I was wanting to test out everything and I bought everything and now I'm flooded with products and my husband's like we don't have space to store this like (laughs) the garage is like there's no man cave there's no workspace like it's, it's just chemical after chemical after chemical. And I mean, I've had some of these chemicals for like two, three years. I'm like, I probably should just throw them away. Right. But I'm too much of a hoarder that I'm like, no, I might be able to use it. You never know. (laughs)
1: Exactly.
2: Um, I actually like, I became connected with Extreme Solutions recently and uh, they have like a chemical um, system that if I like give them old products, they can give me like credit toward new products or even just recycle it properly versus me just dumping chemicals down outside. I gave him like a giant box and just stuff. And I was like, I need to do this. I just need to like <laughs> be free and <laughs> whatever. Right. But I mean, there I've started to like really hone in on my products and really yeah. hone in on, on what makes me efficient, what's affordable, still giving me great results. And so it's getting to the point now where I'm like, I don't know if I want to do a whole lot of like people say, have you tried out this chemical? And I'm yeah. like, I don't want to pay like i pay i buy majority of the stuff like i would say 75 percent of the stuff i buy like i don't want to buy something that's 35 dollars, use it once and then it just sits on my shelf like right. that's ad revenue you know for, yeah. for that yeah. month you know exactly that, and exactly. i mean i you know I, i'm starting to get a little bit more in ad revenue but it's it's not to the point where i I do the videos to help my family. Like yeah. I'm not, I would love to be that person. That's like all the money I make from ad revenue. I put it right back into YouTube. No, I'm, I'm buying groceries. I'm, right. you know, I'm paying for braces with that money.
0: <laughs> right. But, but you know, that's kind of what it should be. I mean, I mean, we get a little bit of ad revenue for the podcast. The podcast is done so cheaply that that money just right now goes into the business bank account. And I've kind of told my wife that listen the the podcast can pay for my trip to SEMA this year um cool and so I've kind of got her sold on letting me go to SEMA this year because, because of the ad revenue from the podcast. Um, so, you know, no shame, no shame. And I'm sure <laughs> you're going to
2: have some custom t-shirts made along the yeah, way. Yeah, I'll
0: do, I'll do my t-shirts. I mean, I, I've come <laughs> up with a design. There's, oh, there's a few Billy Bogus, Aaron Knox and, and Jason Bruno have t-shirts. I've had some other people ask me about them.
2: Um, I wanted one with that Aaron Knox one with you two like in the fiercest way (laughs) like oh
0: oh, with with, with us riding the Pegasus
2: Mm -hmm, that was Uh, hilarious
0: I'll um I'll get you the uh I think the t-shirt company still has the link where you could just order it from them and they'll send it to you I'll find out and if so I'll send you the link
2: it's no big deal I'm like my friends like my mom friends would be like what are you wearing but I'd probably for you to video just because I thought it was hilarious.
0: It was, it was the hit of MTE. Um, and, and if I do go to SEMA, I'm trying to debate. We, we, I had one, I had one all designed up. Well, in my head, I had it designed up. All I had to do was go to the, to the t-shirt guy and say, Hey, do this for me. Um, I had it all ready to planned out for MTE this year and then MTE got canceled. Mm. Um, So I don't know if I want to make that one for SEMA. I've already got a new idea for MTE next year. Um, So I don't know. We'll see. I might do do some more Alex and Noxy. (laughs) I have a feeling
2: it would be a hit at SEMA (laughs) considering they didn't have it last year and everyone's just going to be like, yeah, yeah, So it's going to be like one huge party.
0: Yeah, exactly. That's that's kind of one of the reasons why I want to go is because I think it's going to be off, uh, you know, just crazy. Um, I think it's going to be huge. Every You know, the SDC seemed to be pretty decent. Everybody yeah. finally getting out and, and you know, I've, I've kind of heard mixed feedback on it, but it seems like it was, you know, pretty good for a small show. Um, so I want to ask you, what is one of your... Um, what is one of your favorite products that you've that you've reviewed Um, either that you got sent or just one that you picked up on your own
2: oh geez that's hard to say um I mean on every detail there's always one that like it saves me a lot of time um superior products dark fury I use that for like door jams, engines, tires, wheels. And like, if you combine that with like a good acid wheel cleaner, you can almost touchless clean wheels. I don't know how, when you combine an acid and an alkaline together, it just makes like a super product. Um, I don't know. I mean, there, when it comes to polishes and stuff, I can't say that there's been one that I'm like, this is like end all be all polishes Okay. Um, I know everyone really loves the Kosh Kemi ones I'm trying to like them <laughs>
0: I've heard I've heard mixed about them I've, yeah I've, I'm I've, trying
2: I've... to like them I, I, again I don't want to jump on a bandwagon just because yeah. everyone is you know I feel like I don't even say it right um yeah. was it Hawk Pro he's like Kosh Kemi or something
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, I've, I've heard it um Koch cami, I've heard it Coach Cami, I think I probably it's it's just like Rupes right like I, yeah. I've heard rupees and rups and Rupes you know
2: I mean I, I know you're probably gonna con- consider me a hack and don't hate me I don't I love HD speed like when it comes to paint enhancements because I get a lot of daily drivers that are in it's, rough it's, condition
0: it's a perfect product for that and when I, you are not I,
2: doing the coating and the customer has just hammered their paint going through the car wash and I really don't want to spend like six hours, killing you know, dialing it in and they're just going to go right back through the car nope. wash. I'm like, I can do an hour and a half, get around the vehicle. I can do this in direct sunlight. I'm not battling it. Like if every product could be as easy as it is to wipe off, yeah, it would be the world's best product. And honestly, I, I find myself comparing every polish. Too. is it as easy to remove as hd speed yeah. <laughs> you know because it's like ooh, that was mad. right um,
0: i had um the only issue i ever had with hd speed was for me and i don't know if maybe it was just the humidity down here i don't i don't know if it was because when i was a wee um infant in the industry and didn't know um any better um on darker color cars i would get a lot of like streaking in it um
2: were you using like a white pad or were you using a no i was
0: pad? using 3d pads i was using the perp the perp pads hmm. the, either i mean the, i
2: i find on some vehicles if they are like heavily oxidated or just like the paint is just dry
0: yeah like
2: it can leave like those ghosting yeah or the no and these
0: pads. these would be like fairly newer ones that just had hmm. car wash scratches yeah um hmm. and and so that's when i switched to 505 which is basically same kind of product it's instead of just being the HD cut and the HD polish it's the well, the 501 502 um okay. and with the montana wax um or the epoxy the um wax in it and and then when i use that like i had no issues so i just switched from HD speed to 505 at the time um but then the more that I got into kind of doing um, I guess like the more detailed higher end
1: mm-hmm.
0: type stuff and my clients were paying money for it. That's now where I've kind of stolen okay. the idea from. Well, it's kind of where I stole the idea from Noxy and I, I you know, I call mine the hyper polish and it's, where I'll still do a cut and a polish separately, but his idea was, you know, you're, you're ripping around the car like you would with a one-step. Um, you're only trying to get that 60, 75% defect removal. You're not going for paint correction, yeah. but you're doing it as a cut and a polish. So you are kind of getting a little bit better look to it. And yeah. and, and so, I mean, I can do that. I can do a hyper polish on a regular car and, and top it with you know, some kind of sealant, um, and I can do that in four or five hours, charge five or 600 bucks. I mean, like I'm perfectly happy with doing that. Yeah.
1: Um, and, I, and, I and I mean, I,
0: I feel yeah. like it, I feel like it just gives the customer a little bit better than just doing kind of a one step and not that there's anything wrong. No, with and or AIOs. It's just my personal preference.
2: No. And I mean, I, I don't use HG speed, uh, much these days when i do use it i'm like man this is why i
1: like i <laughs>
2: it um and i mean i i do more i do like the optimum hyper polish i do right. i'll i'll take like a like an igl f1 and f3 yeah. or That's even angel wax resurrection or... and yep. redemption or even like a a jess car you know any if you take a compound and a polish put two drops of each on a pad yeah um and and that's what i typically will do or even just a medium polish um yeah. angel wax regenerate or i don't find i use enigma all-in-one a lot because i like to put a more durable sealant on versus just like an all-in-one and that's why even right. hd speed i almost always top it um just because i'm like this is gonna last like three weeks yeah at, at least that i know um I know some people are like, yeah, just send it. And I'm like, I'm, I'm sorry. Someone's paying me like $200 yeah. at least just to do an hour and a half paint enhancement. Like right. I got to put something on it that's going to last more than three weeks because they'll be like, what?
0: Yeah, exactly. See, so, for, yeah. Me, for me, Speed and 505 were great when I had the used car dealership um, as one of my clients because it yeah. was a great way for me to do, you know, a nice, you know, one step polish for them. Yeah, And I didn't have to worry about you know, if it didn't last that long, because cars didn't really sit on the lot for that long.
2: And, and I think that's where it's really was designed for, yeah. or for that. that I don't want to say the older car, like I will use it typically on older cars that I don't know what the paint has been yeah. through. I don't use it on newer vehicles. Um, and, and those are the ones that their budget is probably already maxed out. Yeah. And I'm trying to do them a favor. Like I'm going to do this for you for like 150 and I'm going to spend an hour and get around your vehicle. Right. Real quick. Yeah, you know, and they're gonna to be like, "Oh my gosh, it looks amazing!" Um, <laughs> exactly. But I, I have found that, like, you know, the longer that I've been detailing, like, I started out super cheap prices. Um,
0: you we know, I felt,
2: there. yeah, and I felt like because I was a female, because I live in an area where we're just flooded with detailers. Like, we're right up the road from the Mannheim Auto Auction. Okay. There's at least like a dozen you know, detail shops, like all along that strip of road. And then literally within a mile radius, there's three other detail shops of me.
1: Oh wow! I felt
2: like I had to be the cheapest person in the room. And so I got a lot of crap cars because of it. And then as I quickly realized that I was not charging enough, I think maybe two weeks in, I was like, well, screw that. Um, You know, I started raising my prices. Someone recommended like every six months you raise it like 15%. Yeah. You know, and so I've finally gotten to a point where within the clientele that I bring in, uh, I feel like I'm at that sweet spot, you know, where we started a certain price. Um, like in, a full detail will start at 250. But typically if you have pet hair, if you have you know sand, if you have right. it's gonna be sand,
1: it's gonna be more you're gonna
2: be that. 350, you're gonna be, you know, something like that. And yeah, for five hours of work, I feel like that's that's a good fair's wage. You know, I work from home, I don't pay rent. Yeah. Um I don't, I have well water. I don't even have to pay for water bills. You know, I just, for my electricity and for my products and half of them are free. So, um, you know, I feel like that's a good fair wage for me. Like coatings, I I try to like, it's hard because I don't know if I would ever pay someone as much as I charge people to do what I do. Um, And I struggle because I'm like, well, what would I pay someone? I'm like, well, I'm cheap. So like, don't, don't go by that answer. Um, but I've I've learned to, you know, it, it's hard because people always say know your worth. Yeah. But at the same time, I feel like um I don't know if I'm doing a coating job and we're talking like a wash clay, a paint enhancement, and a majority of my customers go through the car wash and I've yeah. told them like there's no point in me perfecting your paint. I will do an optimum hyper polish or an IGLF one F three combo. Get around your vehicle like two three hours. I can coat it in forty five minutes. That's about what five six hours of work. Yeah, you know yeah. I know some people are like fifteen hundred dollars two thousand dollars for coating, and I'm nowhere near that. But I am actually working fewer days, making more income by being able to provide coatings at a little bit of a more affordable price because now I've opened up a whole new market of clientele that can oh, afford it versus yeah. it being like this elite thing of yeah. 1500 to $2,000. And for people who can pay that and people who can charge that, that's awesome. Yeah, like, yeah. you know, but I feel like for me, I've found a really great clientele with it of daily drivers that are they're newer daily drivers. So I don't right. really have to do that much to it. Yeah when they get rough and I'm like, yeah, you're, you're going to be closer to eight, nine hundred, you know, a thousand dollars. They're like, Ooh, (laughs) but those are the people that aren't going to value what I have to offer.
0: Right. And I agree with you because, you know, I've, I've kind of changed my mentality a lot lately. You know, I mean, I was that, I was that guy that, you know, it was like, look, we're just, we're doing, you know, like the typical detailer, right. Pay correction, ceramic coating. And it's, you know, crazy money, $1,500 or $2,000, whatever. And uh, what I have started realizing is, you know, kind of like what you said, you know, you miss out on a lot of clientele that way because the clientele doesn't have, some of the clientele doesn't have that kind of money, right? So, so you know, one of the things Noxie told me when he does his version of the hyper polish and I always forget what he calls his, um, you know they'll do it for four fifty, five hundred, five hundred and fifty dollars, whatever, depending on size of the vehicle. Yeah. And then instead of putting a, a sealant on it, he'll throw a single layer of UK on there and charge them another three, four, five hundred dollars. You know, so you could do a a a, a you know one year coating for eight hundred to a thousand dollars, something like that. So I've started doing that. Like I've started telling people, well, like look, you know, I have my hyper polish you know, we're gonna remove the defects you're gonna see, right? I mean, let's be honest, nobody really is gonna see past 75% unless they're a detailer. Um, we'll remove the detect- the defects you're gonna see. I'll put a one-year coating on it or a two-year coating on it, you know, 900 to $1,200, depending on, you know, size and condition of vehicle and which one you go with. Or we can do paint correction and then you're $1,600 and up, you know, on, on that one. Um, and I found by giving that option, like it's, it's helped me because a lot of people that, that I know wouldn't spend that $1,600 plus will spend 800, $900, 1000 And those, those are, again, you know, hyper polish in a single layer. I can do that in one day. So mm-hmm. I can, I can do it in one day, keep it overnight, give it back to them the following day. And I've made you know thousand dollars in one day versus sitting on a vehicle for three days to make fifteen hundred dollars. You yeah. know, would I rather make a thousand dollars a day or would I rather make five hundred dollars a day? Yeah. You know.
2: So how many years uh, have you been detailing?
0: Too many. Um, <laughs> so, well, I've actually been in the industry since ninety five. That's when I started in the car wash. That's where I learned detailing, rotaries. You know, the car wash detailing ways. Um, I then went into management, ran multiple car washes here in the Orlando area, um, and it was, let's see, it was the, it was October of 15, uh, the end of October 15, when the last car wash that I was um, managing, uh, I, I was multiple locations, I was in charge of sales for the service riders and the car wash and then i was in charge of the detail shops um producing money so i got paid i was pretty much total commission um off of car wash and detail that's that's kind of how we agreed for me to make more money than the managers without pissing everybody off because if the car wash didn't make money i didn't make money
1: um
0: and and when the car wash got sold that's when i decided um you know, Hey, maybe it's time for me to do this on my own. So it's, it's been almost six years now this year, will be six years that I've been on my own. Um, and even that I feel has been kind of split because for the first year and a half, almost two years, um, I had that, uh, used car dealership as a client and they just kept me so busy that I didn't have time to build really a retail, um, client base. Mm. Um, so when I finally, fired them I always tell people I fired them because I was Mm. you know I was tired of the them wanting you know thousand dollar work for two hundred dollars kind of deal and I couldn't take it anymore and I said look guys this just isn't for me anymore and I left and moved across the street into the little warehouse community that I'm at and that I'm in now um and and then it was completely starting from fresh again so like I feel like my six years has really kind of been split into two different kind of styles of the business like a a dealership and then now what i'm doing now like the higher end type stuff yeah um so yeah but other than that i mean realistically i've I've been in it for almost 30 years now coming up 25 26 years 27 years something like that and Um,
2: where in florida are you you said
0: so i'm in central florida so i'm just north of orlando um in between orlando and daytona beach i grew Um, up in lakeland oh okay Okay. I'm in the Sanford area. So okay. it's about about hour and a half, maybe from Lakeland hour, yeah. hour-ish or so. Um, okay. So now I'm going to ask you and and you don't have to say a name if you don't want to, but has there, has there been a product that you re- that you either were sent or picked purposely to do a review on that did not live up to your, to the hype?
2: Yeah, I, I actually did a video on it and I like, I, I, they, turtle wax it was their black polish okay and their black wax like i was not a fan of it at all like I, and actually like i tried to like it and maybe uh-huh. i did it wrong some people were critiquing me within the video they're like you need to have a wet towel and i'm like because i came out and i was like this is not cool like right. i do not like this <laughs> and even turtle wax it was really interesting because um when i reached ten thousand subscribers one of the the gm for turtle wax emailed me and was like congratulations like we know you've you know, you've reviewed some products, and some you you didn't even like. But you know, we always appreciate Jen. I was like, "What?" Nice. Uh, that was like a really cool thing that they did. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm I really like if I don't like a product, I I typically will not do a review of it unless okay. I was obligated or had said I'm going to be doing a review on this. Like Turtle Wax sure. specifically sent that stuff to me to review, okay. and so I felt obligated to do the video review. And when I started the video, I didn't intend on not liking it, but as I got into right. it, I was like, I hate this, or not hate it, but I just, it I never understood the concept of dyes within polishes, you know, yeah. for certain colored vehicles, like, like yellow wax and white wax and red wax. I'm like, it's right. just wax, coloring in it. Like, what does it do?
0: Right. But, you it's know, things, things everybody. like that always lead me to believe that it's a filler. It's not going to last long. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And I mean, there, there was one coding that I wasn't a huge fan of. I had a really bad user experience with it and it created some riffs. but I, I, I try not to like last things if I'm right, not a yeah. fan of it. like, I try to be respectful and just say, you know, I struggled, here's what I struggled with. And maybe right. my mistakes can help you not struggle with it. But even some people were like, Oh no, you didn't like it. Like what? And I was like, that was my experience. Like right. you, there are some people that absolutely love it. Like it, they think it's the best coating ever, and I'm like, I just wasn't a fan of it, you know. And I, I'm not this like, I don't know everything when it comes to detailing. Like if if I don't know something, I'm not gonna like go out there and try to pretend. But a lot of times when I'm using these products for the first time, I'm learning. I'm learning yeah. as I go, and if I make a mistake, I will own it. And if I you know, screw it up. I'm like, well, that's not going to make a good video. I can't do that.
0: <laughs> right. Right. So, have you ever, have you ever scrapped a video because it didn't work the way you wanted, or do you always just put them out regardless?
2: I scrapped so many videos. Okay. Honestly, like for every one that I do, there's probably one that I didn't do. Um, mm-hmm. And I mean, there may be times that you know I just can't get it to come together from editing standpoints. Maybe I had a, you know, a lot of times it may be a 20 minute video, but it took me four hours to do it. And I had like three phone calls in between or my daughter needed a snack or I had to make her lunch or I had to take her to kindergarten or, you know, different interruptions. So like to get my mind to be, I actually will like go back, watch the footage that I did and then try to like, Piece,
0: okay, piece dot, it dot, back dot. together. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so that's now, where and, I and, was going with it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: And I mean, sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. And then there are other times that I'm just like, I'm I'm still feeling like this is just pointless. Like I'm just right. gonna scrap it, you know. Um, or maybe just the gods of detailing don't want me to do the video. And, and like I've had issues where my editing app will I'll like completely do a video. And I'll go to hit save and upload to YouTube. And it's like, original file no longer exists. And I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, well, God just didn't want me to do that video. So, Sorry.
0: <laughs> so have you ever had a, um, oops, my bad, in the way that maybe you put one out, like, like, let's say the Turtle Wax one, where you put a video out that you, you know, it didn't work for you, didn't like it or whatever. And then made a redemption video later on, like, hey, okay, so I figured out what, was wrong or what I should have done or what I did wrong and and here's have you ever had one of those
2: no I haven't so much I mean not that I can think of I've had a lot um no not that I can think of I mean typically if I don't like it, I don't really continue to use it or like try to find, I know that there's been some YouTube influencers that, you know, made videos, you know, bashing a product and then came out later on and were like, actually, it's not that bad. And then people that's, were like, oh, that's... you were bought and paid, you know, Yeah, that's
0: because the paycheck cleared. Yeah. <laughs> or
2: or the attorneys like came yeah. after you. And, and, you know, I mean, and that's, that's where I feel like sometimes when you get into these sponsorship situations it, that it muddies the water sometimes, yeah. because then there are, you know, defamation things that you've got to think about it.
0: And, and not only that, but I mean, you know, I've definitely had, you know, products that I've sworn by, you know, and I get on the podcast and I, you know, wave the flag for just because I love them so much and other people are calling me about them and going out. And then I get one car that it doesn't work right on. And I'm like, Hmm, that's weird. Like yeah. this has worked for like the last hundred cars why is it you know and so like I, I I always know like even if it's a first time I'm using it and it doesn't kind of work right you know I always try to use it again on a different car you know because again every car is different every paint's different Pad, yeah. you know maybe maybe the pad I was trying it with wasn't you know comparable to it or compatible with it um so I always give it a couple of tries before then I'm just like, nah, didn't like it. <laughs> kind of deal, you're, so.
2: you're a far more merciful <laughs> person than I am. Cause there are times that like, if I'm just not a fan of it, I'm like, all right, moving on. Cause I just, I have way too many products in my mind that I yeah. want to test out. that for me to just, you know, go back over it. And then I don't want to come off as confusing for viewers because, right. you know, then I'm not consistent. And they're like, so am I buying it or not? And not, not that I, I don't want people to ever feel pressured to buy stuff when they watch my channel. Cause when I first started detailing, I, I followed the Dallas paint corrections and the Luke Wilson's and the Brian Spittler's. And I literally bought everything that they recommended, you know, and, and took it as almost like the Holy grail of detailing. Right. And ended up spending a lot of my profit (laughs) that way. And so now like, I, I do try to keep that in mind that, you know, someone is starting out and what are the best decisions that they should make on products for you know the most profit for them and right you know uh that's where i struggle i don't want to just be a product review channel i don't want to be just a torture you know test channel i want it to you know i try to more so bring them on detailing and, and just show them what works in my world so right
0: no and I, and I think that's good because i think you know it's it's real right Again, you know, we've kind of talked, you know, the, the, the lawyers or the paychecks or whatever. You know, you're not just, hey, you know, here's a pile of cash and here's our product. Go out and say nice things about it, right? You're you're yeah. being you're being real about it, and and if your subscribers or, um, you know, your viewers, like that, you know, then then great, more power to you, um, you know, and if they don't, then they can go watch somebody else who's just going to talk nicely about everybody (laughs) that they do I guess Um,
2: we all watch those channels too the ones that have just positive reviews and I mean I feel like there's a grain of salt that you can gain with every every video you know there's always a nugget of knowledge I feel like in every video you just kind of have to be patient and wait for it and you know if you can't sit longer than four minutes you might miss that nugget but if you hang on for the fifth minute it might be yeah
0: that's true i mean i i learned something from jason rose from one of the youtube channels that i don't really like um and i only watched it because jason rose was on there and they were actually jason rose was actually doing wet sanding but the question was asked about his polishing what he runs his, his polisher at what speeds um you know, and I was just used to everybody just, you know, Hey, with a Rupes machine, just full send it, you know, five, mm-hmm. six, you know, depending on which machine you have. Um, and, you know, Jason got on there. and was like, look, I, I correct at four, four and a half. And I polish out at two, two and a half. And, and when I tried that, it made the machine so much more controllable, so much more easier. I felt like I was actually fixing the problem than creating more problems by running it at a higher speed and just yeah. mar- marring the shit out of the paint. So yeah, even the, po- even the um, not the podcast, even the, uh, the uh, YouTube videos, channels that maybe you don't like people from, you might catch some nuggets <laughs> of wisdom. Basically though,
2: like, yeah. And I, I mean, I would love for you to do videos showing your paint correction techniques. You know, even if it was just like 30 seconds, like this is this vehicle, this paint, this polisher, this pad, this is what's working. Because I mean, I get people all the time. I'm doing a 2020 GM, this color, this paint. Is it hard or soft? And I'm like, test panel. Like, (laughs) you know, and you could be the test panel guy, you know?
0: Yeah. It's funny that you say that because I've got a a buddy of mine that keeps telling me like, dude, you should do a YouTube channel. And and I was just like, man, I don't even have time to edit a podcast, let alone make a YouTube channel and this and that. and.
2: All you um, have to, I mean, how many, all right, so do you ever watch the YouTube videos of people literally mowing grass? I don't, I'm,
0: I'm going to be honest with you. I'm not a big (laughs) YouTube watcher. Like I might get on there every now and then. And, and I don't really search for anything, whatever comes up in my feed is some things I watch. And my feed is mostly, um, my feed is mostly detailing stuff and, and like music videos. Um, I got caught up.
2: Like I had one suggested feed with someone like cutting grass uh and before I knew it, like every video now is like, (laughs) like, and it's relaxing for me. Like I'll be like one o'clock in the morning, laying in bed, like about half of falling asleep. And I'm like watching a time pass of someone mowing grass. (laughs) And I'm like, why am I still watching this? You know, I feel like with you, if you were to just do like a 50, 50, yeah. like do one side just be like this is the pet this is the polisher this is you know whatever yeah. do your normal speed and then take the paint off wipe the residue and just be like boom and I'll, then just like, i'll tell away. you That's what. all you have to do
0: i'll try it i'll try it just for you um i'll give it a go i mean i did start give a to I,
2: people your skills because you're so you're so gifted when it comes to polishing paint hey, and you. i feel like so many people are intimidated and just to see, you know, like this is the
0: arm speed, like just yeah. give the
2: basics like you would a, 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 a beginner, you know, this much pressure, this speed, go I'm here. Gonna, I'm
0: going to, I'm going to you, listen, you're giving me way more credit. I've said plenty of times on this podcast, I just move the machine up and up and down and back <laughs> and forth. Like I, the, you know, I, I do it a couple of times. I wipe it off, make sure there's no swirls. If so, then I add product, I go again. Um, I'm not that technical about it. I, I, that is one of my goals. One of my goals is to, is to learn more about this stuff. I mean, I, I talk with Aaron Knox and and the guy gets into like, you know, like he get he breaks it down into like chemistry and I'm like, dude, like dumb it down for me. Like, right. Like what, what, what pad can I use with this? Or what, you know, how does this work or whatever? Like, I'm not, I'm not that, I'm not that, you know, that educated with it. Um, but yeah, I'll give it a try for you. I'll, I'll, I'll I'll do, I'll do one or two. I'll, I'll try it out. Um, I came out
2: of this whole podcast, maybe that I do. I do
0: have, I do have a channel. I mean, it's mostly just, um, you know, my professional video type stuff on it. Um, so I do have like four minutes. Yeah. I do have a channel I could throw something up on. I mean, I, I just started a, uh, podcast channel. Um, you know, to, to try to throw the audio on if maybe if people actually wanted to listen to the audio on YouTube, I've, I've heard that a lot of people listen to podcasts on YouTube. Yeah. Um, so I did, I did do that. I need to, I need to be more, um, aggressive with and start putting some of the older episodes and everything on. So I'll tell you what next, next one I get, I'll, I'll do a nice, I'll do a, I'll do a, like a door panel or something like that. I'll make a little three minute video or something like that.
2: But yeah, I mean, I think so many people, you you know, even if you just put it in the paint assassins group for a little bit or or put it in detailing for money or different groups, just to, there are so many beginners that have no idea, like just, I don't want to say the basics of polishing, but, you know, they, just the basics, that would be awesome. And I would watch (laughs) because I still have so much to learn when it comes to polishing paint. I mean, that's why I'm in the paint assassins group because I just try to pick up nuggets from you guys.
0: I feel like I still have a lot to learn, but I guess that's, that's, you know, that's, that's a good sign, right? Like, it doesn't matter who you are, you know, as long as you're admitting that you have more to learn, um, you know, because that's the one thing that bugs me is all these people talk about how they're master detailers. How can you master something that changes, you know, every six months or every year when a new car comes out and there's different paint on it and there's different
2: Oh, I know. And I mean, paint is becoming more and more finicky as the newer vehicles come out. Like,
0: well, with all the all the demands in the EPA and things like that, I mean, paint's not as thick or strong as it once was and companies are getting cheaper. And so the paint's yeah. getting thinner and softer and yeah. Yeah, it's fun. Um, all right, um, I'm not gonna keep you too much longer. I know you got family to get to. Um, my husband's
2: I, watching the Sixers game with my son and my daughters in bed. <laughs> so
0: um, I appreciate you doing this for me. Um, you know when when Jason had mentioned you, um, you know about getting you on the podcast, and you know, it's kind of like, man, I'd love to get on the podcast. like what could we talk about? You know because um, I mean, we could always do a q a and but I was like, man, let's let's get her on like a, a topic, and so it's kind of funny because it was actually Jason's idea to do like the YouTube influencer thing, and here he is. You know,
2: he paled.
0: Yeah, worried about a pimple on his forehead. Couldn't put um, some foundation <laughs> on it or
2: something.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm um, just kidding.
2: I've never met the guy, but I,
0: I have much respect for him. So he's he's good. He, I, I'm I'm allowed to crack on him when he's actually I'd crack on him when he is on the on the podcast too. Um, but yeah, I mean, thank you for being on. I really appreciate it. It was very nice to talk to you. I mean, I know we've, Same. we've kind of seen each other in, in the groups and comment and some things. Um, it's the so weird for, part
2: about Facebook. Like you feel like, you know, people, but you I don't know.
0: like, I know. I, I always tell everybody, right. Like the, the, what's the, the Kevin Bacon thing, seven degrees of Kevin Bacon or whatever. Like, I feel like I'm seven degrees of every detailer, you know, because if you know one detailer, you should know another detailer, know another detailer. Yeah. Yeah. um so let everybody know you know if somebody wants to reach out to you maybe if somebody wants to get into to doing YouTube um, if somebody wants some tips or somebody hey if we I mean we've got some chemical companies that listen to us if somebody wanted to reach out and send you some product um, how are they going to get in touch with you whether it's Facebook Instagram YouTube um, I don't know how you get in touch with people on YouTube but I know you can comment and things like that yeah
2: I mean um, Facebook messenger is is a great way to get in touch with me I have my personal or my business the attention to details um you can also email me chelsea at a2dlancaster.com um you know i i have i i am starting to become more inundated with questions from people and it is hard oh, because they're actually going on my business website
0: and oh, messaging
2: yeah. me through like the chat forum that i yeah. have and i always think it's a customer and then it's like hey <laughs> do you like the d9 <laughs> polisher and i'm like I thought it was a lead but um you know
0: I have that I think I have the similar thing and I hate that because it's 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 always it's it's it it dings the same ding as my text message so like I look at it and I'm like why don't I have a text message and then like like I'll go uh, an hour or so and then I'll notice that it's in the different messaging app from my website Mm -hmm. and then by then like the person's canceled it or whatever I can't get back to them or whatever so yeah
2: Yeah, i mean i definitely email or or facebook messenger me that that's great i prefer not phone calls because (laughs) i've had a couple of those that again i think they're customers and it's like hey i'm so and so from kansas and i really like your channel and then it's like 45 minutes later my husband's like it's dinner time when i'm like i don't know (laughs) i try not to be rude but i mean i i appreciate the calls but there are times that i'm like i just you know, I do have a busy life sometimes as a, mo- I mean, we all do, Yeah. you know, but yeah. I want to help people, but sometimes it's, uh, I have to realize that I'm not like on call. Yeah. Um, and I do try to have boundaries there a little bit. So I gotcha. Yeah.
0: Well, listen I, again, thank you so much. Um, you know, I, I look forward to hopefully making a video and sharing it with you yeah man go send it to me and i will <laughs> totally blast it yeah i'll see i'll see uh you know if you give me the thumbs up on it or whatever you can do a video on my video look at this <laughs> look at this hack over here Thinks oh please i'll be like guys
2: how it's done watch the master at work
0: yeah Um, uh, all right well thank you again chelsea i appreciate it you have a you have a great night and uh we'll talk soon
2: all right thanks have a good night bye thank you